Hey, it's Gabe. I want to recommend a podcast I think you'll enjoy called What Could Go Right. On What Could Go Right, the hosts, Progress Network founder Zachary Carabell and Executive Director Emma Varva-Lucas, sit down with expert guests to discuss the world's most pressing issues. They look back at how far society has come and look forward to what it will take to achieve a brighter future. If you're looking for a weekly dose of optimistic ideas from smart people, listen to What Could Go Right wherever you get your podcasts. Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with Watson X Governance. Learn more at ibm.com slash governance. IBM. Let's create. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that paints a portrait of history one day at a time. I'm Gabe Lusier, and in this episode, we're looking at the unusual rescue mission that kept a beloved national symbol out of the hands of vengeful would-be conquerors. The day was August 23rd, 1814. First Lady Dolly Madison helped save a portrait of George Washington from being destroyed by British troops during the War of 1812. Dolly was the wife of James Madison, the fourth U.S. president, and was the first woman in the White House to be called the First Lady. That title was given in recognition of Dolly's more hands-on approach to politics. She organized numerous social events in Washington to help further her husband's policies, and in private, she often acted as a kind of advisor to him. During one of the darker periods of the War of 1812, Dolly became a symbol of determination when she chose to remain at the White House, even as British soldiers began to storm the nation's capital. In the days that followed, the invaders succeeded in capturing the city and famously set fire to many of its most important buildings, including the White House. A great deal of history was lost in that siege, but thanks to Dolly Madison and the men who helped her, a now-iconic painting of the nation's first president was spared. The original painting, known as the Lansdowne Portrait, was completed in 1797, during Washington's final year in office. 
It was commissioned by a Pennsylvania senator and his wife as a gift for the Marquis of Lansdowne, a British nobleman who advocated for American independence. The artist behind the work was a gifted portraitist named Gilbert Stuart. His was hardly the first portrait of George Washington, but unlike artists before him, Stuart chose to depict Washington as a statesman, not a military leader. This shift in focus is reflected in Washington's clothing and in his surroundings. He's shown dressed in plain civilian clothes rather than in his former uniform. And beneath the table he stands next to is a book entitled The Constitution and Laws of the United States. That said, there is a reference to Washington's military service in Stuart's painting. He's shown holding a sword in his left hand. Once it was finished, the Lansdowne portrait became the definitive representation of George Washington, the president, and many copies of the original were made, both by Gilbert Stuart and by other artists of his time. The painting that hung in the White House, the one that Dolly helped rescue, was actually one such copy. It's unknown whether it was done by Stuart himself or by a copycat artist, but whatever the case, it was the very first piece of artwork purchased specifically for display in the White House. It was installed there in November of 1800 and remained on display until that fateful day in 1814. One week earlier, on August 17th, 4,000 British soldiers had landed in Maryland and began to march their way to nearby Washington. The assault was the latest in an ongoing campaign that saw British forces ravaging towns along the eastern coastline, all the way from Florida up to Delaware Bay. President Madison caught wind of their stealthy approach to the capital city, but unfortunately, every trained American soldier was already engaged elsewhere. With no other options, Madison called out roughly 6,000 local militiamen and hoped they would be enough to hold back the advancing British army. By that time, thousands of Washington residents had already packed up their belongings and hit the road, and there was growing concern that the Madisons might need to do the same. It wasn't a decision to be made lightly, as abandoning the nation's capital would surely embolden America's enemies while also demoralizing its own troops. It was decided then that President Madison should ride to Maryland to bolster the morale of the militiamen who'd been called to confront the British. Meanwhile, his wife Dolly would remain at the White House, a symbol to Americans and British alike that the Madisons were standing their ground. Before setting out for the battlefield on August 22nd, President Madison asked Dolly if she had the, quote, courage or firmness to stay there until his scheduled return the next day. Her answer was an unequivocal yes. With the matter settled, the president stationed 100 militiamen on the White House lawn and instructed Dolly to gather important state papers just in case she needed to evacuate before his return. As soon as the president had left, Dolly began making arrangements for a dinner party to be held the following day. The event was intended as a show of strength, but once newspapers had reported that British reinforcements were on their way to Washington, not a single guest accepted her invitation. At that point, the mood in the White House began to shift, with Dolly and her attendants making frequent trips to the roof to scan the horizon for signs of an American victory or defeat. By midday on August 23rd, British troops were on the verge of breaching Washington. Up to that point, Dolly had refused her guards' pleas for her to abandon the White House, but with the enemy at the gates, 
she finally had to concede that it was time to go. She had her carriage packed with every cabinet paper and public document she could find. She even left behind most of her and her husband's personal belongings in order to accommodate as much government property as possible. She was just about to leave the White House when she caught sight of the eight-foot-tall portrait of George Washington that hung on the wall of the dining room. Dolly knew that if she left the painting behind, it would be confiscated by British soldiers, and in all likelihood, they would either deface or even destroy it. She couldn't bear the thought, so she ordered the full-length portrait to be taken down and loaded into her carriage. It was a task much easier said than done, as the massive painting was bolted to the wall and would take a good deal of time to unfasten. Amidst the frenzy of packing, Dolly found time to pen a letter to her sister, in which she described the quest to save the painting and the pushback she received for insisting on it. As she explained, quote, Our kind friend, Mr. Carroll, has come to hasten my departure and is in a very bad humor with me because I insist on waiting until the large picture of General Washington is secured and it requires to be unscrewed from the wall. This process was found to be too tedious for these perilous moments. I have ordered the frame to be broken and the canvas taken out and the precious portrait placed in the hands of two gentlemen of New York for safekeeping. Dolly's firm insistence led to the painting's rescue, but the job wouldn't have been done at all if not for the help of one of her enslaved servants, a teenage footman named Paul Jennings. Along with steward John Susat and gardener Thomas McGaw, Jennings hacked away the portrait's frame until the canvas itself was finally able to be freed. He then handed it over to the two New Yorker and Robert de Paster. Dolly told the men that if they should be intercepted by the British, they were to destroy the painting rather than to allow it to fall, quote, into the hands of the enemy, as its capture would enable them to make a great flourish. With the portrait secured, Dolly Madison left the White House to meet her husband at a predetermined meeting place. The following evening, on August 24th, British soldiers forced their way into the White House, where they reportedly feasted on a dinner that Dolly had been forced to abandon. Afterward, they looted whatever they could carry and then set fire to the building. The British left Washington just a few days later, at which point the Madisons returned to the city. Unfortunately, the damage would take years to repair, and as a result, the Madisons lived out the remainder of James' term in the nearby Octagon House. Three years later, the reconstructed White House was finally completed, just in time for newly elected President James Monroe to move in. As for the Lansdowne portrait, the original now hangs in the Smithsonian Institution's National Portrait Gallery in Washington, D.C., and the copy that Dolly Madison helped rescue remains in the city as well. In fact, it's still on display in the East Room of the White House, the same place where it was first hung more than 200 years ago. Many esteemed visitors to that reception room have since viewed the portrait, but in 2009, it received some especially notable guests. That year, several descendants of Paul Jennings were welcomed to the White House, where they were able to view the same portrait their enslaved ancestor had helped save. It's still unknown whether the portrait rescued by Paul and Dolly was painted by Gilbert Stewart or by an unknown artist. But either way, it's easy to tell their copy from other iterations due to a distinctive typo included by the artist. 
If you take a closer look at that book leaning against the table leg in the painting, you'll notice it's actually titled The Constitution and Laws of the United States. Eh, close enough. I'm Gabe Lusier, and hopefully, you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you'd like to keep up with the show, consider following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments or suggestions, you can always send them my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. Hello, I'm Dr. Michael Mosley, and I want to let you know about my new immersive BBC Radio 4 podcast series, Deep Calm. It's all about how to tap into and activate a remarkable system that we all have hardwired inside of us, our relaxation response. And it's been developed to be listened to at any time you want to really unwind. I hope you'll listen wherever you get your BBC podcasts. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have supervision, enhanced hearing, extraordinary reflexes, to be, dare we say, superhuman? Well, Roku's new Pro Series TV can't do any of that for you. But with a 4K screen, side-firing speakers, and a blazing fast refresh rate, it'll sure feel like it. Elevate your entertainment using all your favorite apps like iHeart and play all your music, radio, and podcasts with the new Roku Pro Series. Your senses aren't better. Your TV is. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, guys? This is Sean, Lights Out Merriman. And Saturday, June 15th, Lights Out Extreme Fighting 17 returns to Casino Palma in San Diego. Get your tickets now at lightsoutxf.com. And we'll be live on Lights Out Sports TV, available on all major platforms. Doors open at 5 p.m. Pacific. You don't want to miss this one. It's going to be Lights Out. Lights Out Sports is free sports TV by athletes for fans. For details about the event and tickets, go to lightsoutxf.com.